You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Masters of Sex After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Masters of Sex After Show. Welcome, everybody. Tonight, we have a special treat for you. We are reviewing the Masters of Sex, Season 1, Episode 10. But we have a beautiful and most delicious guest, Helena York. We are so excited. She plays Jane. She plays Jane on Masters of Sex. And I've got lovely Roya. Yes. Lo- I, don't, I don't know. I just wanted to say yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Keep yes. it. Yes. We, yes. 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 Uh, anyways. <laughs> anyways, Royal was amazing in uh, talking uh, Helena into coming into our show tonight. So thank you. Just so bribed much. her with some, some candy. You know, <laughs> so. I have not received candy. <laughs> but Ooh. ginger ale. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So everyone, what did we think about tonight? Juicy. Juicy. Yeah. Lots of drama. Lots of drama. Helena, what did you think? This, this, is, this was my favorite episode that we did all season. And I think that because it exists within a 24-hour period, um, it you do get all that action-packed thing, and they are dropping all these bombs. I know. Literally. Literally yeah. and figuratively. <laughs> I know. I know. The, the, this episode is called Fallout, but I feel like it should have had something more bomb-alicious or something. There, there were was bombs all yeah. over the place. <laughs> bombs all over the place. So let's get into this episode. We've got, we first open up with, it looks It looks like the episode started a few weeks after, it looked like three or four weeks after the last episode, which, mm-hmm. you know, it's Where hard Virginia to tell some money, yeah. when they do the timeline. But Ethan and Virginia are going strong. It was How weird. do you like that? I like it. Yeah. I like yeah. it. You didn't like that? Okay, oh here's gosh. the thing. I'm a team, you don't know this yet, but I'm team Virginia and team Masters. Like, we oh. had to go categorizing into teams or relationship We have no wise. idea why, by the way. God, it's like so <laughs> Twilight of you. I know. <laughs> I'm a, what, are, what are they called? The Twilight? Twi- Twihards. The, the, oh. Is that a thing? Yeah, oh. the Twihards are people that are... Can I take my name away from that now? <laughs> like, it's done a lot worse than I thought. No, I'm just kidding. No, but I've always wanted them to be together, and when Ethan was... In the bed, just sitting there, like he's the father of the child, the children. When he put them to sleep early by eight, so he could stay the night to get sleepover privilege. I mean, I love him. Like, I don't know. I think it's so like he's, he's helping her out. He's, he's it's representing weird. something to her. He's bringing more into her life. She's feeling like she's getting supported. As opposed I to just getting used. It. I was hoping to see some sex, but that's okay. <laughs> this was a sexless episode. This was sexless and... Um, but it was nice to see him un- unzip her dress. I want to have my dress unzipped. Do you have one of that those kind of dresses? That was the first thing that came out of your mouth. It's right yeah. at the beginning of the episode. I was like, it was so sexy. I was I'm sure like, you've had your dress unzipped, you little sex mix. <laughs> Not lately. Such a lonely girl. Okay. But I, th- I, I, I kind of like the dynamic because I feel 
like there's a security and there's a safeness with Ethan. And I liked how they were talking the medical terminology together and he was kind of helping her. And they have a different kind of relationship than it was in the very beginning where it felt like it was just sex-based. You know, it seems like he's genuinely crazy about her. And I love a nice guy. I just loved him and Vivian together. But I think that he probably learned how to be that kind of a person from Vivian. From having that experience and has gone out and sown his seeds and now he knows that that's what he's actually after but with a more adventurous person. Right. Sort of the idea that we don't have to necessarily have boring sex lives and (laughs) have stable lives at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) They don't necessarily have to go in. (laughs) I hope so. No, I, just, I I really, I kind of like it. It, was, it gave me a warm and fuzzy feeling. It would have been really nice to see somebody get naked and have sex, but that's okay. Okay. <laughs> We've given you plenty of that. Yes. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome, by the way. You have been like the sacrificial lamb of this show. <laughs> Certainly was. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Got the most naked time, don't you? You have to have the most Uh, naked time. I think Lizzie has the most naked. Well... Oh, though I don't know. You might be right. I think you've got the most naked time. <laughs> yeah, I kind of have a lot of. I did get a lot of naked time. <laughs> all right, well, uh, Jenna's like all about that. She's like, yeah, naked <laughs> boobs. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Jenna. <laughs> Big fan. Uh, how did you? I mean, I you know, since we have you here, I kind of want to talk. You know, if things come up, I want to talk to you about your experience on the show too. Of course. Um, what I, we have to ask, you know, I know that there was a skeleton crew there, but how did you warm up to being so naked all the, you know, I mean, I feel like it was awkward sex, too. It wasn't, you know, passionate, passionate, be sexy. It was kind of, you know. Um, I think it's generally sort of always awkward, even if if it is passionate sex that you're doing. I mean, certainly the first sex scene that I did do in the show was for the pilot, Mm -hmm. which um, was uh, Teddy and I, and it took us two days of getting everything together because we didn't quite know how, how to deal with those wires yet. All, all of them were popping off of us and it was just kind and of a mess. did you have like privacy patches on or were you really You wear naked? a modesty patch and, but, you know, it's it's a sticker. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sticker and, you know, you're getting sweaty and you're like, I might as well just not deal with this. But, it, you know, it's nice to know that it, you're not all out there, but yeah. it's definitely one of those things. I remember the first day I did it, you know, when I got the job, knowing that that was going to be a part of it and getting to set and sort of think your internal monologue is, I have to be naked for this job. I have to be naked for this job. I meant today's the day I'm getting naked. I'm getting naked today. Today's the day. And then you're on set and you're like, I'm doing it. I And I'm naked. I'm naked. <laughs> I'm naked. Just, like just I sort of like I internally. Like, and then on the outside, you're like, yeah, sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> Meanwhile, like, oh my God. <laughs> Now, is this your first time doing a naked scene or being... Yeah, it wasn't the first time I had done, like, a sex scene, but the mm-hmm. first time I had done it was for MTV, so they don't show anything. Yeah. And, um, but being intimate with somebody for work, especially since you kind of, you're, like, in, you, you're kissing and it's yeah. happening, then they're like, cut. And you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, can you imagine an, an actual experience? No, I can't. I can't. <laughs> for me, I like, can't. But I don't... When I go into my hot phase, I black out. I can't. I don't know how I would stop. It's not to say that, you know, I was like some predator on set making yeah. out with them. But, you know, it was definitely like 
you sort of it's a really odd halt. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Back to the show. We'll we'll keep going back and forth. Um, so Ethan gets rejected this episode from um, being, getting his staff position at the hospital. Mm-hmm. Do you think that they're? I I have a feeling that they might turn that around some way, and he's not going to go. What do you guys think? Oh, yeah, I definitely think unless he doesn't sign on for the second season or there's some kind of contract reasoning outside, but I think he's going to be sticking around for as long as the show goes on. Mm-hmm. That character. I think so. I mean, he's, everyone knows yeah. I think he's fine. But yeah. <laughs> At first I thought maybe it was Barton just being, you know, a father figure. And too. then he made a really valid point that it was his performance, like he failed his performance and then it led back to Dr. Masters. And of course it went to the whole baby, um, you know, that whole, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was so surprising to me because four weeks had, or three or four weeks had lapsed or a few weeks or an unknown amount of time. And he was so upset. I really thought that it was him sleeping with Virginia. And I was really surprised to find out that it was Libby. But I also feel like that correlates back to Virginia. However, you know, I feel like there's also, we always talk about kind of a ghost script going on um, Mm -hmm. in the show that, you know, things that we, you know, things we're, you know, we're always having to kind of read between the lines. And I think that this is one of those things. It's like, Libby got pregnant. That should be good, mm-hmm. but it wasn't because he felt guilty and he had feelings for Virginia. Yeah, is that what you guys got from that? Or I don't know. I think I think a lot of it highlights Masters' own pride in his work and his. I mean, you know, to be a dude with a low sperm count is. I don't shooting know. blanks. Yeah. What did he call him? Shooting blank asshole. Like yeah. it was mm-hmm. his so- asshole blank shooting husband or something. Like yeah, that. yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like go yeah. even. <laughs> I don't know. I think it plays into Masters' weakness as, of his hubris being wounded and then I think, uh, you know, overstepping bounds. And I think that Masters has really complicated feelings about becoming a father and to have that sort of done behind his back. But it sort of exposes another one of his flaws, which is not being on the same page as his wife and um, his lack of closeness there and, you know, what he's getting away from home. at work I feel his issue with control definitely played in that because Ethan was the one that did it and instead of Masters being the one having control over the whole situation I'm guessing during this time the test tube baby procedure was so brand new did Dr. Masters teach him that or did he just go on his own did he not think Dr. Masters was going to find out it was the capping method that I think was the thing that Dr. Masters pioneered and was something that he did pass on to Ethan it was the capping method of which which is what got her pregnant the first and now second time. Oh, okay. Okay. Because I did read in um, the book or I read online about the book that they had two test tube babies together in real life, but I didn't know if the first one was still counted as, you know, I don't know if they had two children or if it was just one because they lost the first one. It wasn't. They ended up with two children. Two children. Historically. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah, that was crazy to see him so upset. But I do, I agree. He's got mixed feelings about being a father, and yeah. in general, probably. And you just, sort of it just another thing just makes you just hate him that he can't just be happy, and yeah. or that she that she would even have to do it behind his back that she was mm-hmm. even driven to that. So you sort of feel for her, and 
And that goes back to my whole Virginian Masters thing where I feel that he just doesn't want to be with Libby. And I feel if he, she can't have a child, then maybe she will push him away and then they can separate and he can have his feelings for Virginia, like how we we're talking about the guilty right. uh, feelings that he has. But I but. do feel like he's he's very much so in love with Libby still. Like, I think he has feelings of love for her. Which is like Barton, I think, has yeah. feelings for um, Margaret. Oh, yeah. so he's got gay feelings for her. <laughs> no, you know what I mean. Like, you know, I mean, Barton like has feelings. Friend. <laughs> Will and Grace moments. <laughs> Okay, speaking of babies, this this episode was bomb after bomb after bomb, and I never this never crossed my mind about a participant actually getting pregnant. Yeah, yeah. I loved when that happened when we read the when we did the table read. It was that I thought was, was such a great idea, especially because it was Langham's kid, and you see his card come out of the file, and it's mm-hmm. all beaten up and clearly <laughs> been used many times. <laughs> He's such a dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but my thing that I thought was really interesting is that one of the lines, he goes to Dr. Masters being worried about himself. Is this going to get out? All this yeah. information because my wife's hus- uh, my wife's dad is an ex-cop. So he's more worried about that versus he's still going around sleeping around with other people. Well, he's an inherently he selfish, care, you know? <laughs> yeah, 1950s dude yeah. who doesn't want to take responsibility. So I thought that was a really interesting characteristic thing that they brought out with him. Well, yeah. he has really interesting behavior patterns, right? So yeah, he, mommy issues. <laughs> so he, yeah. he found out about that. And it rattled him. And usually he leaves his affairs, you know, you know, it sounded like his wife knew about his affairs last episode. Some girl will be crying or two episodes ago. Yeah. Okay, so that is over. It doesn't sound like he revisits after he goes there, but it, something made him revisit. That's uh, true. Margaret, yeah. yeah. I well, think that's a good point. Maybe it does play into what you, you said, his mommy issues, mm-hmm. to go revisit with her because that's where he feels comfortable that's and true, yeah. supported and adored, obviously, because she... Right. She's got it going on for him. I know. And so yeah. she's swimming. They're having this conversation, and it seems more platonic this time than it does sexual. Although she gave him a look when he started undressing. I thought there was going to be sex. <laughs> you thought was going to cut no to sex. it. And then <laughs> One track mind, Jack. Come on. <laughs> Keep it together. <laughs> oh, I'm done. I wonder what she would do if she was watching the show alone. You know? I know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm violated by your enthusiasm. <laughs> I haven't gotten that before, but thanks. <laughs> okay, so, okay, that which leads me to Margaret now. Yeah, and why she was swimming. Right? Mm-hmm. Why she was swimming was because she found out that her husband is gay. I don't think mm-hmm. that ever crossed her mind. I love how when she was describing it to the hook or the whore, you know, this is, he, does, he likes it from behind. Mm-hmm. He does this. He likes doing that. She goes, he's queer. <laughs> she just didn't understand where she was going she with that. It but it was just when everything she was listening to was exactly yeah, uh-huh. Think outside the box. Yeah, there there you go. And then the whole three phases she went through were uh, like uh, she laughed and then she was just like upset when she realized it. I can't imagine that. Can hey, you imagine? I, feel like I couldn't because I feel like my gaydar is so on. <laughs> but <laughs> Mine is jumpy. <laughs> At best. <laughs> At best. I am not good. Good luck, Jenna. <laughs> Just adds to it. Ah, mm. Anyways, yeah. uh, she was, you know, I feel like uh, when you are uh, starved in a relationship for sex, when you have a mixed desire relationship where one person is high desire and one person is low desire and you have a mix, um, that one person with low desire actually controls the relationship and the high desire um, feels like this, you know, person that needs too much and burdened and, you know, like I just, you know, 
they, they're the ones that get starved and they're the trouble, you know, they're the ones not getting enough. It's sad. And I think that it does terrible things to your mind to be that high desire person and to constantly be rejected by the low desire person. But to find out on top of that, that there's a sexual orientation issue and that they're actually not attracted to you at all mm -hmm. to, you know, that's got to do even more to your mind. Like, mm -hmm. what is it about me? Did I turn this person gay? Was this always the issue? You know, I feel, you know. Do you think she's going to go down that pathway of thinking, what was it that I did? Or do you think she's going to try and figure it out with him that maybe from the start, that's how he's always been and she's just been blind to it? I think also there's issues. I mean, I think beyond that, I think also the understanding of homosexuality at that time was so limited. Mm -hmm. And so, so because she could not possibly understand even the, you know, depths of what that actually meant or was, mm -hmm. you know, is probably going to play into complications. I feel like, unfortunately, <laughs> she's going to have to go through You're the... You're like, I, I want to tell you, but I can't. I can't tell you yeah. stuff. You're like, but I'll hint. Like, they'll drop down, someone will kill me. Yeah. <laughs> it's really dangerous. It's dangerous. It's like a secret stuff. agent life, you it know? Is. I live a secret agent life. <laughs> Just awesome. one of the many characters you have to play. Yeah. In life. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, I think that that is, uh, I think that unfortunately she's going to have to go through that very human and uh, typical track, which is blaming herself. Was it me? What could I have done? Was it always this way? And beating herself up. I think that's um, unfortunately her path. Well, the fact that she took swimming as a way to try and figure it out was a good, good way to go. I mean, like she could have gone a different route, drinking a lot to kind of figure it out and wait mm -hmm. for him to come home. But instead she went and thought it through. In that way, to release it. Well, and I, it sounded like she was almost toying with the idea of divorce when she was talking to her friends about it because she was... And that was even before she found out, too. That was before she found out. She was thinking in her head as they were stating that uh, one of their friends had been divorced in that time, you know, and uh, if the husband strays, the mm -hmm. wife pays. Yep. Can you believe that? To have I that be the even, way. I cannot even imagine it. It's hard to even hear that because it's, you know... Yeah. <laughs> but it was hard. It was hard. I feel like divorce is still very difficult for people. So to have yeah. that. I don't know. I think it sounds awesome. <laughs> you should no. just go out and do it. You know? <laughs> just pay all that money. Let's do it, guys. Let's go get divorced. It's fun. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, so then we go, and I thought it was interesting, the growing relationship between um, Dr. Uh, DePaul and Virginia, mm -hmm. when they started under when the bomb uh, stimulation or simulation uh, <laughs> stimulation. Freudian flu. Why was there no sex in this episode? Back. Makes her go crazy. Out. <laughs> <laughs> so simulation, they were kind of, she was almost getting advice from Virginia, and then it seemed like she used that advice, tried to curl yeah. in her hair, tried wearing lipstick, and it totally, you know, she Well, what I went. thought was interesting about that scene, actually, sorry to interject, <laughs> is that, and, and I don't think I realized this even, because it doesn't seem like she's hitting on him at all, but the fact that the provost's um, assumption about this woman talking to him and, and wanting to talk to him about cervical cancer was that she was hitting on him she just did another... say drinks yeah but yeah. it's just when another I example flirting, I talk about drinks <laughs> well, what, yes but he, but you know to be like uh, you know oh serv if you're I was, if a woman's going to dabble in cancer it would probably be cervical and just to think that she, you know if she's talking to him obviously she you know 
is yeah. hitting on him. It's just like, well, <sighs> come on, dude. And I like her rebuttal to it being the and breasts because we have two of them too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is great. But but it, I mean, that's you know, we all get pap smears, pap smears. <laughs> We all do it now every yeah. two years, you know, to imagine at that time that it wasn't done. And, yeah. You know. And then to actually have cancer and wanting to get it cured. Yeah. And care of. I mean, now you can get vaccinated before the age of 26 and mm-hmm. boom, you're, I mean, the, the change in that has been considerable. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Thank God. Very true. Thank goodness. I really like the shot of them under the table. I thought that was a unique way of, they didn't have to go under the table. They could have had the conversation somewhere else, but they chose to do it during the whole uh, nuclear war simulation. And I just thought that was a great shot. Yeah. Like filmmaking wise. That was a right. really awesome. <laughs> Speaking of all the bomb simulations, I think that it brought an interesting relationship between Jane and Lester. We mm-hmm. saw a yeah. <laughs> What do you think was going on there? She, I'm glad that she apologized. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. she, like, totally humiliated him. But now, was that just to cover up for the um, for her being in a science subject and to avoid questions of it? Or well, was it yeah, to yeah. avoid Completely hanging out with broaching. him? I think it was probably both. I think okay. she was, he was exposing her, and I think it was also probably embarrassment of association with kind of a dweeb. Yeah. And then I think that he surprises her by saying, if it was the end of the world, I would kiss you. And then he kisses her, and she's... She likes yeah. it. <laughs> there was always that like tension between the two when he was filmmaking too. The little door, like twerk. Uh, God, um, why did I say twerking? I just to, <laughs> no. Uh, when they way of working, it's way yeah. <laughs> well, their, their chemistry way together. Like they were kind of flirty back and forthish. Like he was taken back because he's not used to being that close to a girl. But you know, Jane was still very flirty with him, and there was just like that good connection between them. Did you? No? I mean, obviously I mean, you're there. I, so you're it. <laughs> I also think Kevin Christie is a total genius. So oh, he he's really so funny cute. and awesome and a great comedian and amongst other things. And anyways, he's dope <laughs> as shit and he's awesome and that's why that exists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I loved it. I loved his last line. I think it was last episode where they were all at the table and um, the mother had asked him, oh, like, yeah. do you have sex? He goes, oh, no, 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 I masturbate for sure. And he goes, oh, no, 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 not here. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, uh, at home. Yeah. I was like, he's cute. I'm glad they have him. Yeah. yeah. I, I really hope that that relationship between Jane and Lester grows into more because I did like Jane and Austin together, but like, he is attached and he is yeah, married. And he's got his own little mommy issues. Out. He was getting called out. Mm-hmm. Thank God. But, yeah. you know, but she's got a brain. I yeah. Feel like she, <laughs> yeah. I feel like Jane is an intellect, though. And I mm-hmm. think that's why it worked with Lester, you know, because there was that, you know, intellectual massaging that happened there for a second, mm-hmm. you know? And I think she was like, okay, I'll yeah. let this go on. <laughs> but I feel like, but isn't that also interesting to have your brain? I feel it's so funny. People are like, when you start dating somebody, like, oh, is he hot? Is he hot? Or whatever. And I mean, Kevin's very cute and everything. But I think also to, be attracted to somebody based on their mind is so much more powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they call that what a sapiosexual, someone that's yeah. um, attracted to other people by their intellect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope many that's men That's my jam. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> Show me your brain. Let's make out. I'm filled with fun facts. Men, come to me. <laughs> come. Fun facts. <laughs> like sapiosexual. <laughs> I know. I love that. I've never heard that before. My Facebook. Is that like a thing that you have to be? You can't be both? You can't, I mean, you can be both, but is that a specific person? Just someone that's aroused by intellectual people. 
who isn't aroused by intellect? Me. Some people Hello. aren't. You know, just I, dumb I, people. I've seen a lot of guys that are just aroused by hot women. That's it. Brain does not matter. I think brain really matters for women. And I'm not going to go ahead and, you know, whoop out any statistics. That's just my own personal opinion, okay? <laughs> it's not a fun fact. It's a Jenna fact. It's a Jenna fact. Thanks, Jenna. TM. <laughs> I've learned something new. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I think a lot of men are just like, you know, when you talk to men, they're like, she's so hot. And what else? That's it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they grow into it, though. Or they meet somebody that they're kind of like, oh, damn. Mm-hmm. You make me want to be a better man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of better men. I like I th- your little tie that you're going with. <laughs> I think that Dr. Masters is struggling with being a better man. Oh, definitely. He's going complete opposite now. He's he to- is. And with Virginia quitting, which was a huge bomb, mm-hmm. and I'm so glad that she pulled that trigger on her own because I cannot wait to see how he, um, in his own master's ways, asks her to come back or how they get back together, you know, get their working relationship For the back. team masters in Virginia? Is that, yes. is that what you're leading to right now? Okay. <laughs> yes. We know at some point they're going to end up working together again. I know. But I know. <laughs> I'm just curious to see how that goes, if we're going to see an emotionally more available side of him or he's going to have to get vulnerable. We'll see. That's we'll true. See, <laughs> I, I feel like the previews didn't give us anything. No. Well, we'll get into that, though, for the predictions part. Yeah. But Virginia quitting, and then she moves on to work with Lillian. It's yeah. a huge duo, yeah. women duo, to get that. I think they're going to pull it off. Girl power. Able, yeah, to get yeah. fundraising for her research. They're going to they're gonna own that shit. They're going to get what, it. What are your thoughts on, you know, just uh, what she did? I mean, I feel like she totally called him out. Yeah. Flatline, like, hey. This was an affair. Mm-hmm. It had nothing to do with science. Oh, yeah. I like yeah. that. I mean, that was pretty intense. <laughs> Which means she was admitting to it, too, then. She, she does, but, she, yeah, but the fact that she fully is, like, you were yeah. emotionally attached yeah. to me. Yeah. No, he's I, a dude. like, I love the way he acts out. He's like, um, are you finished? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's so awkward being called out. Yeah, I think everything she said was what we were all thinking when we watched the last two episodes. When we just repeat that stuff, like, this is an affair. What are they doing? There's more attachment to it. She finally just said it. It's, it's like in a horror movie when you're, don't go in there. Don't. And they actually said it, you know. It's like the but stuff that you wish really you could bad. do in real life. Don't you wish you could call those people and be like, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. I know what you're doing. It's dumb. <laughs> but we can't do that. Yeah. We keep talking about how we want to like just text them and be like, Libby, get the hell out of that house. He doesn't love you. He loves Virginia. Yeah, don't you wish she had can't. girlfriends like us? <laughs> I'd be such a good girlfriend to her. I'd be like, dude, uh-uh. Separate beds. Yeah. <laughs> Bananas. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Cut that shit out. I know. Well, the provost and his wife, they sleep in separate rooms. Yep. I'm like, it should have been a red flag right away. His, but hey. You know what is kind of interesting? Tonight we got to see his room for the first time. That's true. And his room was such a, it almost looked like a, ch- a child's room. It didn't, I mean, her room, she has like a canopy. She's got like dark wood. I mean, it looks yeah. very, you know, like. Her room was kind of depressing though. Because there's no way. sex? Maybe, maybe that's, that's like what a it Victorian, gorgeous, opulent. Yeah, and it's white and it's kind of clean. You know, like the the sheets are bright, and then you go into his and it's dark, and the sheets are dark, and it's looks like a bad motel room. It does. <laughs> yeah, a shiny motel room. And I also, that's my little input there. I Sorry. Also, <laughs> I also thought that it was interesting. In- intelligence. Nope. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Thank you for trying. 
And then she sleeps with him. Nobody's going to be attracted to you for your intellect. Damn. <laughs> no, nobody's going to have brain crushes. I don't know. That was mean. Man, that was no. not. I'm it's sorry. true. Truth hurts. It's cool. It's cool. Okay. <laughs> But she, and awkward. I'm just kidding. It's not awkward. Not. Okay, so <laughs> moving along. She was sleeping with his jammies, though. Like I thought that there she was. Him. I thought that was her kind of way of letting go. Letting go or missing having him. I think she missed him and almost like accepted the situation at that time. Did she sniff the pajamas or she was? She just embraced it, snuggling the pajamas. Okay, I wasn't sure there was Which a sniff. I'm sure there was like a bit of a <laughs> olfactory. Whoa. I see what you did there. (laughs) I think I said it right. I'm not sure. Anyway, but yeah. But she also, um, I feel like she felt bad in that situation for him, too. You know, like she felt bad. She was, you know, I don't know, coming to... Well, because I think I it's it's like when you hear about people who are in arranged marriages, people who grow to love one another, even when those feelings aren't necessarily there. And I think that love is is there. Just I feel like love is between Libby and um, masters. Mm-hmm. So it's just. It was a very interesting show. It was a lot to take in for that episode. A lot. I'm just so curious to see how it's going to play out with Virginia quitting and how long she'll end up working for Dr. DePaul because she Mm. can't just flip back and forth. You know, she's Mm got to own what she did with Dr. DePaul and stand by her unless Dr. DePaul dies. We know she's sick. Ooh. Yeah. I don't want to flat out say it like that, but we know she's sick. You want her to die? Is that what you're trying to say? Okay. I'm just saying we know (laughs) she's sick. I didn't want to be harsh in saying that, but. You know, I'm just curious to see how this is all going to unfold in the mm-hmm. last two episodes. Yes, there's only two more. That's crazy. I know. That is crazy. It feels like it would be, I don't know. Well, now so- I did it. I don't <laughs> like, What? That's amazing. Oh, I was there. You were there. You were there in so many episodes. Everyone except for episode two, right? Uh, I think it was, I was in episode two after the pilot and then I wasn't in a couple of them because they were the brothel and everything. Oh, what the brothel. So I think it's. I think it's actually three and four. Oh, okay. Because I was about to say, you're probably one of the closest reoccurring actors, actresses on the show, you know, because you're, you know, very prevalent in it. So now, can we ask, will you be on for season two? Or are we not allowed to talk about it? I don't know. You haven't signed anything? I don't know, you guys. (laughs) Guys, I don't know. I don't know when I don't get something. (laughs) So... What can you tell us about this show? I mean, can you... What uh, do you want to know? What has been your favorite episode? Uh, this is your favorite episode. This but, was my favorite episode. And what has been your favorite scene to act? I mean... Oh, you stole my question. That wasn't oh, my question. Okay. My, favorite, my favorite scene... Was it Lester? It might have been. And that makes me feel like such a predator because he's my <laughs> friend and I adore him and everything. But I I think that it surprised both of us that it kind of was as sweet as it was. And I don't think any we either of us expected it to to go down that way. But Leslie, who directed this episode, directed and then I Did told you guys. Did you guys end up going out on a few dates after this? No. <laughs> but uh, she directed. Because it was really sweet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, he's awesome. Um, but she directed Now and Then, which is I like a girl movie. favorite. I can't believe And I, I geeked out on her. Because did you have that soundtrack? I mean, oh, I have it. Devin mm. Sawa, oh when he goes skinny gosh. dipping with his brothers in that movie. And they're oh, like, yeah. come on. I, f- I, I When you had mentioned that movie, I was like, I can't believe I don't own that one. I'm going to totally re- I feel like that. I did, but it like got Maybe worn down VHS. and destroyed. <laughs> because, <laughs> I, like, I had it on VHS or something. I feel like I had it on VHS. I remember my CD like 
like the container had broken because I had opened. I had just listened to it so many times. And anyway, but she's awesome, and so that's what made that my favorite episode and well, probably scene. Uh, on set, is it pretty laid back or? Is it- yeah, this was a really awesome group of people. Mm-hmm. I mean, Lizzie and Michael, who were obviously the leaders of our show, are both great people and casual and fun and obviously take their job seriously because their performances are terrific on the show. They are. Michael is so serious and he's taken on other... He was my favorite in the Twilight series, Aro. He had such short moments so on it. Good. But he was so good and he was such a curious little vampire because he thought, you know, he was intrigued by all of the, you know... Things going on. He's pretty fancy. I mean, he has the order of the British Empire. That's when the queen is like, you're good at what you do and gives <laughs> wow. you, you know, I don't know, a ribbon or something. And, you know, he Ooh, I talked to him a about ribbon. it. Yeah, from the queen. It's sweet. <laughs> he has that? Yeah, he is, he's a... I Does he wear it on set all the time? I asked, well, I was like, where is it? Where? Yeah. 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 I think it's, I'm sure it's like in a case or something <laughs> Like a fireproof case. I don't know. It's like the step before knighthood. So. Right. So he's almost there. He's, he's almost there. It's the knighthood. I love almost him. There, I mean, Michael. I, I love that he's like douchey on the show, but I know that's, you know, he's just great acting. He's just a really gifted actor and a really good person. And, um, as is Lizzie. And I, what's so cool for her, I think, is because we've all seen her work and other things. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. To be doing a sort of really different turn for her has this been This is a huge really turn. Yeah. Cool. When I first saw it, I couldn't get what she's done before. I couldn't get her previous workout. I'm like, how is the whoop? But gonna, now I feel yeah. like it would be impossible to watch her do anything else and not think about this performance. I think yeah. she's amazing on it. So. Exactly. I always think of Mean Girls when she's in there. I know. <laughs> I know. She was in Mean Girls? Yeah. Yeah, she was She was um, the the goth best friend. Mm-hmm. The one that... Um, <gasps> the artist. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. She was so young. She must be still really young. She is young. Yeah. She is young. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, I knew that. Okay. Now, what do you think you... What was the biggest hurdle you had to uh, prepare for to get ready for your role for Jane? Um, I did a lot of research on what was being talked about uh, what what about sex was being talked about at that time. Mm-hmm. Like what, what books had been written at that time. What people knew and thought about sex at that time. And because I think Jane is interested in the actual booky side of it um, mm-hmm. that was something I wanted to look into. And it's really interesting what Freud was saying about you know they got into that a couple episodes, I think, mm-hmm. ago. Um, and yeah, Roy you know is our Freud it. expert, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yep. <laughs> what do you know? Ask away. Um, so I did. A lot, I like. I sat in a library and I took out books and you know read, you know, the second sex parts of it and did all that stuff. And um, I think it's. I mean, it, it sucks. It wasn't. It people didn't know how people didn't know I think what the female body was capable of they probably mm. knew but it wasn't talked about and well I think it's interesting that uh, scientists are still wondering why women orgasm because there's no real you know there's no uh, conclusion to that so it's is like, that true there's no there's like, there's no like men orgasm and then they really sperm which create you know is essential for creating a baby right but don't we like constrict and that we do helps them along <laughs> I don't know it, it does help them along but it's not enough like it's just there's no real anything and I I don't think that it matters that there's not any because oh, you're saying I, like there's no actual there's no purpose for there's it. There's no purpose, you know. Yeah, it's there that, is. It's our happiness. It's our sanity. Yeah. It is our sanity. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> stop Literally. asking. I know. I'm like scientists. Stop asking. It makes me nervous that you keep trying to figure that out. <laughs> trying to get rid of it. That's probably what they're trying to do. Get rid of it. You know. 
stop asking. I know, right? Uh, oh, God. <laughs> now, how do you feel like your life has changed now after the show? Because you guys recorded in February, right? We we started shooting, uh, we, well, we did the pilot a year before we started shooting the actual series. Oh. So we did that, and then uh, that was in March, and then it was not until this past January that we started shooting the series, and then we finished in late May. Wow. And so do you feel like you've gotten more, uh, do people recognize you? They do, which is crazy. Like, I was out with a guy at a bar, and some chick comes up to me and is like, is this you? (laughs) Um, You're like, yes, this happens to me all the time. Sorry, my date. (laughs) (laughs) You are dating a celebrity. Like, why, yes, it is me. <laughs> they like wanted to take pictures, and I was like, oh. I wasn't like that. You're That's like, and the next on you, right? That's next terrible. You. I was not like that. I'm painting myself as a douchebag. It's <laughs> only partially true. Hey, enjoy it, you know. Um, no, but it's just it has never really happened to me before. And I told Lizzie about it, and she's like, oh, that's so annoying. And I was like, oh, I think it's kind of awesome because <laughs> she gets recognized, you know, all the time. And you know, I'm sure by now, I she's feel like over it's it. part of the package, you know. Right? Being an actress. Well, it's also flattering because people it's don't so- come up to you and say, is this you? You suck at your job. People yeah. come up to you and they're like, is this you? I love the show. Oh, or they want to ask you about it. And Oh, Jane is one of my favorite personalities. And I'm not just saying that because oh, you're here. I didn't say that to Rose, although I really enjoyed her in person. <laughs> you know, I was like, Rose, you say all the things I want to say to guys. <laughs> yeah. She's awesome, too. Yeah. yeah. She was amazing. But I love Jane on the show. I think she adds Thanks. a lot of spunk and it's fun. And uh, Yeah. It was really fun to go to work because I know that they dealt with a lot of really heavy stuff on a day-to-day basis yeah. and to go in and be able to do the scenes and you yeah. know basically wore yellow the entire yeah. time that's yeah. true and your character really did wear yellow every time yellow yeah. pretty much all the time now did you do anything with your voice because your voice sounded a little bit different i did i think i, w- I was conscious of the fact that it was the 1950s and mm-hmm. if you watch movies at that time people talk differently mm-hmm. and it just felt to me that she she would sort of be this kind of prim I don't know. Yeah. So I did well, do a little bit of that. Uh, Lizzie speaks differently. She said that she went through a whole articulate, you know, she's like, you know, I'm much more laid back. I'm not. She is. You know, she she's is. like, you know, and I tried to take on a very stern and I posture. think everybody was aware of the period. I think the yeah. time period was something that we all sort of were very, yeah, aware of. And do you feel like you'll end up, you know, going into more roles? Like, I know right now you're going to be, you're committed to doing Broadway in New York for the next year. So yeah, do you think and I do a, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do a major voice for that one. <laughs> what <laughs> is it? But, yeah. I'm not, no, I can't Aww. do that. Okay. <laughs> you're like, uh, no. I don't want to give it away for free. Oh, okay. I don't okay. Know. <laughs> it's just embarrassing is why I won't do it. <laughs> okay, so you're signed on to do Broadway. Did you, have, is musical theater part of your, you know, your dream list and things you wanted yeah, to do? Yeah, I went to college for musical theater at the University of Michigan and um, this particular show is um, kind of a giant dream come true uh, just working with people whom I've admired my entire childhood and then also into adulthood and to be in the room with them now working with them and with Woody Allen and Susan Stroman and and all these amazing people and um, yeah, it's sort of one of those pinch me moments. That sounds so cheesy, and I it's hate okay. putting it that way. Like, Maybe my dreams came true, but my dreams came true. <laughs> my dreams so. are coming true yeah. right now. <laughs> so I feel very lucky. I mean, this job was a dream come true also, and um, it's just been a really nice year. So, so okay. what is it that you... What is it that you like doing more? Do you like doing Broadway, musicals, or do you like being on camera? Naked. <laughs> Jenna likes being naked. That's yeah. her favorite. <laughs> Why wasn't that uh, <laughs> um, uh, I honestly, I, I don't have an answer for that. I just I, people ask me all the time mm-hmm. because I think um, 
it's really lucky to jump in between the two and yeah. to jump between the two cities yeah. uh, to be here and to be in New York. Um, and uh, I, I think the, again, really cheesy answer for that is I just really like to work with people who want to create and people who are open and um, you're definitely doing that. You're going in that pathway for sure. That's yeah, awesome. <laughs> well, it's been really nice. And, you know, as opposed to, you know, sort of fitting into some sort of a box or being what people expect you to be or um, or do or something like that. So and so, that was what was great about this show is that everybody was so open to what people were doing on a day to day basis and just gave me all these silly things to say. Now, did you have any anxiety about signing a one year contract after this Broadway, knowing that Masters of Sex was going to close? So after that, there might be more possible acting roles or do you think yeah. you'll be able to dabble in that as well? Or? I think I'll be able to do I, I think I'll be able to, to spread my schedule pretty thin. Yeah. <laughs> is my plan. My plan is just to be exhausted for the next, <laughs> hopefully, while. Yeah, um, a but good I think, kind of exhausted. Yeah, I think that you know things in life, and this is just you know, things in life come, and to grab hold of them get as they come. Get it while it's hot, girl. Get it while it's hot, <laughs> yeah. and grab hold of them as they come, mm-hmm. and um, just enjoy every moment and every job and everything as an actor that you can. Because oftentimes we'll go through years or year, whatever without months, working, year yeah. without working. And um, to be given awesome opportunities is, you know, so. I love it. That is such a Miss America speech. <laughs> I know, but it's like done not very articulately. Yeah. Again, like really cheesy. I apologize. It was good. It was good. I like it. Inspiration. I just, like my life, so it's good. Yeah. Thank you. No, that's awesome. Thank you. No, I You know, it's true. I feel like that's a very, you know, human response to what's well, happening. Well, it's a nice good thing, too, because you so many times, like, you guys do great stuff for a living. Like, this is so fun. It's not like you, so you know. Much yeah, fun. definitely. It's so depressing when you're when you're out with somebody or you meet somebody, or especially in New York, and you're, say, you ask what they do, and they say, oh, I do this. And you say, oh, that's sort of interesting. They're like, no, it's not. It's boring, and oh. they hate it. And you're like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, nine to five every day or longer doing something that you can't stand. Yeah. All right. Well, let's... um. Well, let us wrap up with our predictions. Oh, yeah. So we do predictions at the end of every episode. <laughs> <laughs> the UFO's going to come get us right now. So. Wow. Enjoy it gets, we get theatrical in here. We like it. Uh, so, Roya, what do you think is going to come up? Well, I think Dr. Masters is definitely going to go downhill. He's going to show his emotions a lot more on his sleeve for uh, Virginia. And Libby is definitely going to find out. Because she's gonna try and play secretary for him, and they it's still not gonna got work one out. more baby to go. She ain't finding out. Uh, it's gonna happen. <laughs> Season two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Lena, do you have any predictions? Well, on I know what happened, so that's not fair. <laughs> so Roy is right. It's what you're trying to say, right? That's, that's awesome. I'm not taking sides, <laughs> like you, like you know, with your team masters. Whatever, t-shirts are coming. Okay, oh, and you're gonna want one. Oh, you will. send me a t-shirt. <laughs> I will wear it to bed. <laughs> All right, and I I think that we will. It sounded like they were playing romantic music in the previews. I feel like we're gonna we're headed towards some pretty tender moments. Real coming. quick, yeah. Ethan is again thinking about getting married with Virginia. Why yeah. can't I find a guy like that? I can. He's too quick. <laughs> He's too quick. Do you guys what? not think really? that that's not too don't quick? Find these guys. They find you, girl, oh and they stalk gosh. you. I'm so exhausted waiting. (laughs) All right, another episode. Anyways, um, that is it. That's all we have for this episode, ending on the most positive note possible. Um, thank you so much, Helena, for yeah, coming thank in. Thank you. Absolutely <laughs> beautiful and delightful. 
And uh, we were just very excited to have you. So thank you. Yeah. And where can people find you on Twitter? Or do uh, you do just t- at Helena York. Okay. And then I'm also Helena York on Instagram. Okay. And I don't have Facebook because that thing is crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> Who can keep up with that? Get your life back and get off of Facebook. Well, no, everything's of linked Facebook. together. So you just do one and it sends to oh, all of them. God. You know? <laughs> I, well, is it? I don't know anything. And I you haven't can been poke on it two and a half years. on Facebook. I sound like a real creep over here. That's yeah, creepy. This kind of episode, creepy. right? Kind of being a little creepy. Where can they find you, Roya? Um, I'm on Twitter at HeyRoya, and I'm also on Instagram at HeyRoya. Okay, cool. Very yeah. easy. And I'm at Jenna Time Tweets. And thank you so much for tuning in. We will see you next time. Uh, please be sure to let us know what you think about the show in the YouTube comments and on iTunes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. We'll see you next week. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.